Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me and my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. It's me. Jehu. Back again to bring you the latest ongoings in Hollywood, Ian. I like that Superman caca with your Superman color appropriate. (laughs) You know, (laughs) even though I've settled on caca as my catchphrase, that's what I'm going with. I'm still thinking of ones. So if any of you all would like to use, let's get phony (laughs) in in Axl Rose voice, that's free. I appreciate it. Little nuggets from Hurt. I Uh like it. TM. Um, So yeah, some (laughs) news that we got. Um, The first thing is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Guess it's coming back on HBO. Uh, as you put on our Facebook page, I didn't even know the show was still going. Well, it left for a long time, yeah. and then it came back last year, I think. And now they're just gonna keep doing it, I guess. I mean, Larry David fucking around for like you know a half an hour. There's worse things on TV. See, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if Entourage gets the worst rap for being like the most of its time that's yeah. aged really poorly. But is Curb Your Enthusiasm the second most that way? Where it's just Larry David bitching about shit that annoys him, that doesn't like does that seems way more privileged and bullshitty now. I'd say I don't know. I don't think I think his it was winning Emmys and stuff, sticking oh, his foot in was. his mouth, always finding the worst possible way to get into any situation is timeless. It's like Michael Scott, but not cute. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, I mean that's what Seinfeld is. I mean, Seinfeld aged well. It's not far off I, from Seinfeld. I, Seinfeld, I think, is still timeless. Yeah, totally. but I, honestly, I, ha- I haven't gone back. and I wasn't a huge fan. I, like, I watched a couple of the seasons, but I fell off early. On I just don't thing. like that style of yeah. humor where it's just like you're just constantly in, in cringy situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that shit. I, I've, I've watched sporadically. I, I keep meaning to watch the, I don't know if it's a whole season or a series of episodes where they do the Seinfeld reunion, yep. but I still haven't done that one. Uh, you know, I'm glad it's coming back, but I still have a bunch of old episodes to watch, you know, so. I've never watched a lick of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I have watched Seinfeld, and I have watched Larry David's episode. We're of, all fans of Seinfeld, though, yeah. right? Yeah, Comedians in Cars. That's it. Yep. I have no experience was, with it. Was this Comedian in Cars where he told the story about he just, in the middle of a bit, decided this isn't good and walked off stage? No, not, not, on, the, I think not I, on the episode I saw, I don't think. I, I could think be it, misremembering. I think though. it might have been some podcast or something I listened to or someone talking about him. But he was bombing, and, you know, the usual rule is when you're bombing, you just keep going. But he was bombing, and he was like, hey, fuck it, and just walked <laughs> off stage. <laughs> really into that. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, next thing is for The Rise of Skywalker in IMAX. They're going to do Christopher Nolan, like he's done in the past, release a prologue, kind of like a few-minute clip of Mm. the actual movie. He did this for Dark Knight Rises Mm -hmm. and The Dark Knight. I don't know if he's done... Oh, and uh, he did Dunkirk. Did the first few minutes. Was the Dark Knight the uh, the bank scene? Yeah, the Joker bank scene, and then the, the Dark Knight Rises was the plane heist. Those are good teasers. Yeah, heck yeah. So those really are. And, yeah. and I remember the Dunkirk scene being like pretty gripping. So this will probably be something cool. This has a very mysterious. I don't know. They're not. They're not releasing a lot of we information don't know about really this movie. Yeah, we know it. the cast is uh, John David Washington, who's from Ballers and Black Klansman, Elizabeth Debicki, Robert Pattinson, uh, Michael Caine. So it's got a good cast. Um, it, it sounds to me probably like, Killian Murphy. I don't think he's been, but he's, he's most likely be, he's got to be in there somewhere. It sounds like it's kind of more like uh, Inception. I think kind of like trending into sci-fi heist mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, looks like it has something to do with time travel. He released a short teaser in front of. Hosver Shaw, which I saw, but it told you nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just John David Washington looking at some broken glass. That never went online. They're saying this also won't go online, so we'll see. But I'm gonna watch Rise of Skywalker, so we'll... I 
feel like they'll have a harder time keeping uh, Star Wars offline. Yeah. Somebody will figure it out. Agreed. The next thing is Invisible Woman. Not to be confused with Invisible Man, the yep. Which w- I the Handmaiden Tale girl. Did. I always forget her name. The one from Handmaiden Tale who starred in Elizabeth, oh, uh, Elizabeth Moss. Right? Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Yeah. Uh, so this is Elizabeth Woman, uh, and it's directed by Elizabeth Banks. There's a lot of confusing words. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, and I guess you know she's hot off Charlie's Angels. Hot is a strong word a, here. A, a historic flop. <laughs> I mean, we showed that movie for one week. And we literally some days zeroed out the entire day like nobody watched that movie. And I'm talking like I've seen flops like that was one of the worst flops I've ever seen. Like nobody watched that movie. So I don't know how she got another one so quick, but must be a good idea. It's an original script. I think she's writing that she pitched. Um, not to, It won't be connected with Elizabeth Moss's Invisible Man. They're not doing like a dark universe anymore. What do you guys think? I'm going to say the exact same thing I put on our Facebook page when I posted it, which is there are... Hundreds of women who deserve more opportunities and have probably been denied major studio projects simply because of their gender. And then there's Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. She's not one of those people. No. In fact, she keeps getting jobs even though she's just timelessly proved. What has she done? She's terrible. Just Pitch Perfect She directed Pitch Perfect 2 and Charlie's Angels. Angels. That's it. That's as far as I know. She didn't do Pitch Perfect 3, did she? No. Okay. I feel like she must be in real life really likable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or a great I, salesman. Yeah, because I, you know, historically, uh, you know, podcasts, uh, canon. I, I am not a fan. I am, I am anti Elizabeth Banks, but she just keeps getting shit in some way that yeah. makes me think she must be nice to be around. What What is she most famous for? I, I remember from Zach and Miri make a porno, but was you know that's what I like her the most. Yeah, in. but what else? She's in. I, I mean, she's as I've said Hunger many Games. times well, on this podcast, she was the worst part of a really good show and a really okay show. Yeah. I know she's in Hunger Games. She's the the dresser. So, yeah, I don't know how she got on the map. I'm, but I mean, she was in Scrubs. I don't know what she was in before Scrubs, but I remember I mean, her I feel like Scrubs. she was somebody before that, but I can't remember yeah. what yeah. it was. But... I'm still like I'm still reeling at the fact that her and Parker Posey aren't the same person. That has confused me for see, years. Like Parker Posey, I much prefer. Parker Posey's awesome. Every oh. time I see her, I'm delighted. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks, I'm the opposite of delighted. I mean, that's part of my problem is I'm not sure what I've seen which one is Parker Posey <laughs> and which one is Elizabeth Banks. They're the same person. Oh, is- Spider-Man. The Elizabeth Banks. Uh, was she in anything before? I mean, that was like a... It is funny because that is the one I agree with you on because every time she's not, I think I've already said this on this fucking podcast before, we've, but every time in those Spider-Man movies, she's not Parker Posey, I'm disappointed. Wait yeah. a minute. Like Elizabeth I'll, Banks is in Spider-Man movies? She's yeah. Betty Brandt. She's Betty she's, Brandt. Uh, oh, yeah. She works at the Daily Bugle. I was like, where are we going with that? I okay, know we've yeah. done this exact bit before. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Parker Posey is in Superman Returns. So, you know, they both checked off a comic book thing. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. It's a it's a real Luke Evans and Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Bloom. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next thing is we wanted to have some. There's some stuff going on about Superman. Basically, DC and W Warner Brothers have admitted they don't know how to do the Superman character as a movie. This is this um, is still rumored. This is you know there's yeah. not like a Warner Brothers hasn't officially released a statement. And be like we don't know what the fuck we're doing, but you know it was it would be the worst marketing move of all time. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of information that came out. Like they said, Michael B. Jordan came in and pitched a Superman idea to him. They also said, I hear that J.J. Abrams is talking about doing the meeting yeah. for Superman. And then I hear that 
Suicide Squad's going to be R, and they want to take it everything in town like the Joker direction, which is like the opposite of what they should do. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, what are you guys thinking about all this? I, I think the I think JJ is the right guy. I actually me. also agree in this case. Yeah. JJ they sound, does they sound like the rudderless right and lost, though. We can agree on that. I mean, them saying they don't know how... God, I'm just going to say all shit I've already said on this podcast <laughs> during this new episode. But them saying they don't know how to make Superman relevant right now is fucking stupid. He's an illegal immigrant who's also a reporter whose arch nemesis is a billionaire uh, industrialist. How do you who's been fucking president? How do you not make that fucking relevant? Well, yeah. probably because the studio heads all probably donated to Donald Trump's campaign. That's probably true. <laughs> but it just seems so easy to make. I mean, it seems like the easiest time ever to make Superman fucking relevant. Yeah, I agree there. Um, we could have literally made that Adam Driver movie that came out last week a Superman movie. Oh, the report? The report. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that if you cast Michael B. Jordan as Superman, you would get the same exact gross for, like, Black... Like, you get that response. Like, it would drive... Everyone to, loves Michael B. Jordan. That's what I mean. And the, all, but you would, you would he, get everyone. He himself has four-quadrant appeal. Yeah, yeah, that's what the I mean. Main, the main problem I have with Michael B. Jordan as it, besides, again, a thing I've already said on this podcast, that black folks don't need the lesson of Superman, white folks need the lesson of Superman. Yeah. But, uh... Michael B. Jordan always just seems vaguely angry. Yeah. And that's not good for Superman. The only I don't way know I, if that's true. I think he can, well, he can also play like the, he plays the affable. Tough, he plays tough characters like Creed and like, you know, Killmonger. But I think you're right. Well, I that's, think not, even, that's not how even he started. His, even his yeah. Johnny Storm is like, no, but I'm angsty. But you're Johnny right. Storm. But Wallace is like a really that's happy what I was whatever. Say. But and also his character in um in that fucking superhero movie with oh uh, Chronicle. Jo- Chronicle. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, he's also like he's the yep. the, the the like likable yeah popular kid. I would like that because if they did that recast Superman as Michael B. Jordan, a black actor, everything would be thrown out the window. James Bond could be whatever. Anyone going forward at that point because that's about as like. You know, going back, it's been tradition. You know, it's always been a white guy. At that point, you could do anything. And well, I feel they, like it, it would break a mold. You know what I mean? If they were going to do it, when the new 52 launched, they did they redid Superman's origin like they do all the fucking time. But they did it specifically sit in a time before he had learned how to fly. And he was essentially a social justice warrior. He was fighting uh, crooked politicians, you know, slumlords, shit like that. And he had kind of a pissed off vibe. Most of the new 52 Superman is awful, but that origin story is pretty fucking good by Grant Morrison and Rags Morales. So they did that. That was cool. But also, I read a pretty cool article this week uh, of someone's like, man, if you want Michael B. Jordan as Superman, you should cast him as Icon, which was a character that I think DC also owns. It was creator owned at one point, but I think they own. But it's essentially a black Superman that... uh, He's an alien who lands on Earth during slavery, and he imprints on a on a, a black slave as mother, takes on the appearance as a black man, but basically just lives behind the scenes for years and years, and becomes almost like a conservative. And then uh, he, you know, sort of wakes up when he gets uh, ro- or gets attempted robbed by a uh, young black woman, and he sort of takes her on as his sidekick and becomes a superhero. <laughs> and it did some really cool that whole line of comics it was called milestone they did some really cool uh inclusive stuff for what 20 years before people were talking about inclusive so i would rather see michael b jordan in something like that but um i heard a podcast isn't there a silver suited superman that's like there's a version of him that's already black in the comics yeah right? yeah oh yeah uh earth 23 calvin ellis yeah uh, he's a, he's essentially obama as superman that's also <laughs> i don't know if i would think michael b because he's president 
Yeah. I don't know if Michael B. Jordan would be good cast for that, but I would mark the fuck out for if they did a movie on that. It'd be I've always thought awesome. Sterling K. Brown should be that version. That would be that dope. would be super yes. dope. Uh, you know, back to the more Warner Brothers central. You know, the thing, the, what's spawning all the J.J. rumors is J.J. signed this huge mega deal with Warner Brothers, and as soon as he's done with Rise of Skywalker, he's saying he hasn't taken a meeting yet. But the guy... To be fair, doesn't really know how to make original shit. He he knows how to adapt shit. And he would be the right guy for it, I feel like, because of that. But he also doesn't know shit about comics. That's Um, true. So it's it's tough. Like, he seems to me to be the right choice for it. But I I don't know. Is Is there anybody else that comes to your mind right off the bat? I mean, if you asked me who, I would say him. Although I do remember, do you remember he got a bat at Superman once before? Yeah. Yes. And his part fly of by his, Superman fly. Yeah, I think he wrote that. That's exactly because I heard a podcast. I'm talking about it. Yeah. They said it was part of his take was going to be that uh, Lex Luthor was going to be from Krypton too, and that's fucking stupid. Yeah. But uh, again, misses the point of what exactly makes yeah. Superman relevant right now. But I doubt he would do that in 2019. I don't know how WB says they don't know how to do a Superman. Like, they haven't put a good person behind it. Like, think about the directors for the recent Superman movies. Brian Singer, not great. Well, Zack Snyder, well, I mean, you know, not great. Like, put like a. Maybe a JJ, someone who's done something like none of these people. I mean, Brian Singer, what, what he did the usual suspects, and then everything after that's pretty trashy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they could take the characters that they did in either Superman Returns or Man or Steel and just put that in a fucking good movie. That's what I mean, and that would probably be relevant. People mostly just like shit watching shit that's good. Yep, I really they don't, don't really think about. Oh man, is this shit I'm watching right now relevant? Yep. No, they just want to be entertained, and they haven't made a Superman entertaining Superman movie since like 1985. Like the well, you know who'd be great the Russo brothers. Oh yeah, if the, the Russo, Russo brothers did a Superman movie, the way they nail Cap, they would knock it out of the fucking park. You know the okay two things. <laughs> Number one, it's so funny they ask the question if he's relevant in fucking Captain America. Yep. Is more popular now than he ever for sure, has right? Been. Ever and and, ever. and and Captain America is a way harder concept to put on film, and they fucking nailed that. Yep. Shit. Yep. The second thing being. The what will make a movie good is Superman proving that he's fucking relevant right. in the modern. Like that absolutely, it's a concept you we want to see. You make that the plot yes. of the movie exactly. It, so. It's it's just it's mind boggling that it, WB has bungled this so, going back yeah twenty years. The the last good decision <laughs> they made was Chris Nolan, and that's it. That's <laughs> what I mean. That's, like yeah, they've bungled this whole thing for like twenty years. Other than funny. the Chris Nolan trilogy, you're hundred like nothing yeah. they've done is good. One thing, one thing I was thinking about though, the thing that most people hate about uh, Superman Returns that they made him a dad. Yeah. Superman is a dad now. They could very yep. well just yep. continue yeah. on with that and it'd be fine. I mean, I like I said, I like Man of Steel, but they haven't done much with it. Yeah. You I know, don't, I, Man of Steel's not a. It, there's definitely flaws in there. I yeah. like Shazam. I thought Shazam was a fun movie. It's weird to me that you can look at the character of Billy Batson and Shazam and be like, that guy belongs. But Superman, no, we don't want him around anymore. <laughs> we have no idea how to do yeah. that. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. So, I want to slap somebody. We'll, we'll see. I'm sure they'll, they'll fuck it up a couple more times before next week. Uh, I, don't think I'll, I really don't think I'll live to see another good Superman movie. I really don't. You guys come tell my grave about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you, Hurt. I didn't think you'd live till now. So. I know, that's true. Um, and then Ryan Johnson has said he wants to direct an episode of The Mandalorian Season 2. If he was asked, he said he'd do it in a heartbeat. I am long set on this podcast. Ryan Johnson has ruined Star Wars completely and fully. So I think that would be a bad choice. But I watched Knives Out the <laughs> other day, and I liked it a lot. 
So I'm softening my heart a little bit for Ryan Johnson. But I, I, I think he'd be a really good fit. You know what he want? He would want to take the Mandalorian to fucking Cantino Blight and ride I, those fucking whatever horses or something. I don't think he would because he also had, you know, a strong like sort of Asian cinema influence in some of the plot thing. And I think he's going to love this samurai shit they've got. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely seems more his vibe just mm. altogether than like a mainstream Star Wars yeah. film. Um, and also, as far as TV directing, he directed, what is it, the third to last episode of, of Breaking Bad? Yeah, he did a lot of Breaking Bad. It, like, I thought he just did the one episode of Breaking Bad. I mean, he Bad. was like, uh, like not a showrunner, but he like helped... Yeah, like he was like an executive producer on it. That's how he kind of came up. Yeah, came through. but it was the it was the, like the big climax between uh, Hank and and Walt in the desert is the one that he directed. That's a gr- that's a great fucking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a great episode of a great show. But uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like the darker, grittier, whatever of of this series is is much more his vibe than yeah Star no, Wars. I, yeah. He can't fuck Star Wars in thirty minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. What, sure can in two hours and fifty eight. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that movie is. Um, all right, so last thing is they released a teaser for the trailer, which I hate as a principle. <laughs> I hate that we're talking about this. I need to stop this, but uh, for the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, another bad title. They need to get new title people in See, Hollywood. I think No Time to Die is just as good as any Bond movie. But that's what, it's title. a generic. It's yeah. a pretty standard Bond it does. Title. It does sound like it could be any of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Yep. Yes, 100%. that's exactly what it sounds like. Um, and this is the one starring our favorite Bohemian Rhapsody Singer, uh, Remy Malik is the villain. Yep. Kind of all the same crew back. And then Latasha, I, well, I don't know her name, but she's in uh, Captain Marvel as uh, her best friend. She's playing the new, Latasha Lynch. Uh, she's playing the new 007 after he retires. Hmm. So she's the other new new face. Um, and they it, it looks cool. There's, there's many guns in the car. That was my only takeaway from the 15 seconds we saw. Trailer comes out Wednesday, so we'll probably talk about it fully next week. You guys ready for a new, a new Bond? I mean, uh, again, going with shit I've said on this podcast many times before, uh, Daniel Craig's the only Bond for me who bats a thousand. Yeah. I, you know, I, I I have things I like about every Bond, but all four of his Bond movies have been really good to me, and some of them and great. This so. is uh, Carrie, I can't say his last name, who directed uh, Fukunaga, True, True Detective, mm-hmm. and Beast and Donation with Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this guy, he's batting a thousand, I'd say. I mean, I haven't seen him do anything bad, so... Could be good. Yeah, there was I, so much drama behind this. I know he for got sure. hurt, and it was pushed back a bunch. And it's it's we seemed, had Danny Boyle, so this movie God, feels like it should don't be. Don't remind bad. me what we could yeah. have had with Danny Boyle. The Danny Boyle yeah. thing is the only part that worries me because I I wonder why he dropped out, and he's a guy I respect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like this is not going to be a great movie. That's this what is I gonna feel be. Like it's going to be uh, fine, and we'll talk about it. It'll probably be better than Transformers, but it's not going to be like a super memorable one. That said. I'm so stoked to just watch the tra- the, watch the credits at the end and listen to the Bond theme again because that's my favorite part of going right. to a Bond who, who, movie. Who do we think is going to get the new the new Bond song? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I'll, is there a hot British pop star right now that we don't know about? I mean, isn't Harry Styles? Is he British? Oh Ooh. shit! Ooh. Harry Styles is a good I, the choice. The only thing that makes me that's think good... it wouldn't be is because it was a dude last time. Yeah. I man, no, I really I wish they would have went. I'm sure. I'm sure at least one person to my left agrees. With it's me. Though. I know. Uh, Adele I wish Foley. they would have went with the Radiohead theme on uh, of Respecter. Oh. I mean, you can still go on YouTube and watch somebody sync it up to the oh, opening credits. Yes. Wasn't it Sam it was Smith for Spectre? It was, and that was a bad song. I don't hate that I don't, song. No, I, I think that song was great. I just yeah. think the Radiohead song was better. Adele, Adele should. I, they should have just double, kept Adele going. Just forward. fucking double dip and go back to Adele. Yeah, Adele. I mean, you're never going to beat that. It. Yeah, you're never going to beat that. So, um, we'll see. And that's the news. Fantastic.
Well, cool. Uh, join us a little bit later this week. We're going to be taking on Martin Scorsese's new film, which has actually been out for a little bit while, but uh, just uh, got released onto Netflix so that the, the masses the, the masses can see it. Uh, the Irishman. It's got all the big hitters from uh, <laughs> from Goodfellas and, and previous... Uh, I heard on a podcast, this is Scorsese's Avengers movie, and I can see that. A lot of famous people. Epic. Long. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we watched it, and we want to tell you what we think about it. Uh, so join us a little bit later this week for that. In the meantime, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us and tell us any uh, the news that we missed or what uh, title you think should have been picked for the new Bond movie. Uh, <laughs> or who should be the, the theme song singer. Or that. Uh, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at real. Uh, no, at Real Phonies, that's right. At Real Phonies uh, and on Instagram at Real underscore Phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later. later.